This is Christian Peter. I'm sorry, but the stories I have about Charlie are not appropriate for the public. The right case of the Mondays. It's Mr. Blackshirt, Charlie McBride on Hale Varsity Radio. Back with you, Tower 2. It's Hale Varsity Radio. We're powered by Cordhead Lager. It is that time the Blackshirt Hour kicks off. Mr. Blackshirt himself, a Monday with Charlie. Coach Charlie McBride with us. Coach, how we doing? Are you trying to stay warm? We're all just kind of de-icing here over the, uh, the the weekend. How are you? Well, I went out to see how my truck was going, and it didn't make a sound. It was so quiet. So it's frozen stiff, and I couldn't get in it, first of all. It took me about 10 minutes to get the door open. <laughs> so, I, you know, it, it's been uh, really cold. I mean, it's, you know, we I'm sure we hit 10 below before, you know, sometime during the night. Okay. We got about 7 this morning, or minus 7 when I got up. and But the thing they did was call off the wind. We had a wind uh, uh, warning. And, and they called it off, so it's been pretty quiet. You know, there hasn't been a lot of wind. And when you don't have the wind and you have the sun, you're at least going to know, know you're going to stay alive. I got to ask you, all those years on the sideline, how'd you stay warm? And the topic of no sleeves, because none of your defensive linemen wore sleeves. Was that... Uh, was well, that... Yeah, yeah, was, Go ahead. They're nuts anyway, you know. I mean, <laughs> but I we went to and we went down to Iowa State one time and uh, played in the wind tunnel when they didn't mm-hmm. have those buildings, you know, when they didn't have their new stuff, and it was a ground blizzard uh, on the field. And I had left all my winter stuff at home, so I was in a um, like a windbreaker. And you talk about. I thought I was dead. <laughs> it, was so cold. it was really cold. And I just kept my mouth shut. I didn't want to tell anybody how stupid I was. Well, Charlie, the, the, the positive is, is now that you're retired, you don't have to be down on the sideline. And the, the cold weather gives you a perfect excuse to not leave your couch all weekend. Nobody can say anything. You can just point outside and say, my alternative is going out there. No, thank you. I'll watch football. You, you have the perfect excuse for an NFL wild card weekend. Yeah, but I'd be lying. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you what, that, that's the hardest thing in the world is is cold weather when you're coaching, I think. Um, but, you know, you, we were lucky. I All the years I was there, I think I only remember really snow maybe one or two times during practice. And, um, you know, so it wasn't that bad. And we didn't get in any really downright big storms. When we were playing, we had some crappy weather, but other than that, it was, you know, I, I, my years there, was, I was pretty lucky. We were pretty lucky. Well, yeah, a number of Nebraska players have started moving in. That was part of the, the video montage yesterday where uh, kids from all over, some Midwest, some not Midwest, are, uh, are finding out about uh, the – uh, warm and cozy Januarys in Lincoln, but just touch on just the importance of getting guys in early and, and what early enrollment does, not only for the quarterbacks when we talk about Riola and Kalen, 
but also some of the, the linemen getting them acclimated to, to college football. Well, I think the biggest thing is is them just being together. I think if, if you have had any, uh, I've kind of been around, so I've been watching some of the Big Ten channel stuff where people have gone on trips, mm-hmm. you know, with their team, and whether it's basketball or football or whatever it is, and it makes a big difference. And I, you know, if you if you listen to some of the stuff the kids for Michigan talked about, I mean, they talked about being together since they were freshmen. And you know they they they've been working for this, and it wasn't a one year thing. It was uh, you know their whole time there. And um, you know there's there was a lot of loyal kids. I know he said one time we only had a couple of guys leave, and uh, you know that's uh, that that's that's important I think. And even now when you get a few of the guys from the portal, that's as hard for them as it is for some of the young guys that have been there and and maybe been you know almost starters and now they're going to have to really fight for their jobs and stuff like that and so you, you hope everything works out right because uh, uh you know they won't even know each other for half the season even no matter what you do but usually the summertime is a time when kids start you know forming what they feel like their team is and you know what they what their goals are by themselves, rather than have some coach write them on the board or some crazy thing like that. That they decide themselves how what they want to you know do. Charlie McBride's with us on Monday with Charlie. It's Hale Varsity Radio, and Coach, uh, interested to get your thoughts on a dear friend of yours. Well, two of them really, uh, Belichick and Saban. Saint Nick stepping down. Uh, we really like. Kalen DeBoer, who spent a lot of the, the last hour talking with some folks that have been around him and his career, but are you surprised at Nick stepping away? No. I, I think, you know, you can almost look at what Frank did. I think they're both about the same age, and I, I know at one time they mentioned that Frank was the oldest active coach at one time, and he's only about they're about a year apart. <clears throat> and so, you know, I, you know, that that's something you know when you 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 feel it you you know you lose your your interest a little bit and you you know you're you're not keeping up with your kids and and then the changes that are made uh i think it makes it harder for for coaching right now you're scrambling the whole year uh there's there's got to be some time to breathe and there's not really right now it's uh you know it's recruiting year round and it's all kinds of crazy things that I think they got to get, uh, you know, straightened out. So, you know, the the coaches have at least some time to settle down and be with their families and stuff like that. It's Charlie McBride with us here a Monday with Charlie on Hale Varsity Radio. And, Coach, whenever you factor in these guys' age, if they called you up and said, hey, should I keep on coaching or should I, should I enjoy retirement, what would you advise them to go do, both of them being 70-plus uh, years old now? You mean for the old guys? For for Belichick and for Saban, yeah, sure. Oh, that well, they'll they'll stay involved in football. I'll promise you, some way, you know, they'll 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 be around it. They they can't, you know, knowing Nick, he he could he could he has to go to the office every day. I'm sure he's going to be doing something. I mean, and and people have talked about him being part of this. Uh, 
you know, committee or being mm-hmm. part of the, something maybe in the higher up area of, um, you know, this whole re- new regime that's going to be coming in and making the rules and doing stuff like that. And if there's anybody that knows, you know, what's going on, and Nick has spent a lot of time, you know, make trying to make football better, and just uh, by talking and, and 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 talking with other coaches and things like that, so he's he's really well respected, and and you'll find out he's not afraid to say what he thinks, and that that's the important thing that you don't start hiding stuff from people. You let them have it right away, and 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 that's that's the best thing to do is come out with what your feelings are, and I'm sure in a in a closed session he do that, but. He'll do it. He'll tell you everything that's going on, and you know, and he's he's hard nosed at it, and and so that's what you need to have. I think you need to have somebody that's going to be honest with everybody, and and you know, get get what everybody's feeling. I think once you are honest, they know that that they can be honest too, and uh, so it's going to be interesting to see what happens to both of them. Uh, I think uh, Belichick being in the other league. He may end up still coaching for a little bit, but I, I, I don't know that, you know, but because uh, he's of the age where he could take it. But I think in the NFL, uh, you know, it's a little different, uh, especially for the head coach. Sometimes when they get into the, you know, the what we would call the recruiting part or the, you know, the part where they're deciding on players, a lot of those head coaches don't have a say. And some of them are general managers, you know, so there's all kinds of different things going on. And as you know now, uh, you know, don't pack, don't unpack your bags. <laughs> the NFL is like you said, the NFL, not for long. <laughs> That's what it stands for. 24 years for Belichick with New England. And it was kind of sad to see his press conference. I mean, he was full of gratitude. Him and Kraft both took the high road. Nick, uh, Nick, uh, uh, Bill had been in charge of personnel, and some of those personnel decisions hadn't panned out like previous years. I think he'll end up somewhere. He could end up in Atlanta. He could end up in Dallas if Dallas makes a move. But tell us a little bit about your time around Belichick. I know you knew his dad pretty well, and I mean he's yeah. he's as good as it gets. And I don't see him sitting on his hands at all. I see him fielding some offers as long as he can have that control. Right. And he, he's always been that kind of a person. He's always been a straightforward guy. And that that's what I think a lot of coaches that, you know, don't don't try to trick. You know, you, you might be able to trick the fans, but don't trick the players. Mm-hmm. You know, and I, and I mean, meaning the admission of everybody that's contained underneath you. And I think that's where he stood. Uh, uh, and he, what he wanted to do, uh, it was done. I mean, he's the head guy, and uh, he had some, some coaches. I don't know that they have as much power as Bill had. You know, uh, a lot of times it's the the owner, and that owner, uh, you think, is involved in it, you know, as much as there is and he he might not be what you he might be not what you see uh he he may just say this is yours and that's it is as they do in kansas city i think that's that's kind of the way that's run is 
uh, the owner actually doesn't get involved in the football part of it. That's up to the, you know, that's up to those guys that are working for him. And I think that's probably the way he runs his business. Was it a tough call for you to to say no to the NFL? Because I know you had lots of phone calls. Well, I had I had I had made a promise to myself that I would. You know that I wanted my kids to say where they were from, and and it was hard for me to even uh, you know I, when I started out, it was hard for me to leave Arizona State when I was just a young guy, mm-hmm. and uh, but you know when I look back on it, it was the best thing for me, uh, and I did go to Wisconsin for seven years and uh, had a great thing there, and then that, that, the the way it was broken up was the, the head coach was going to resign in a year or so. And he ended up having a heart transplant and, and eventually passed away. And so that wasn't, that wasn't, I, but I stayed with him the whole time. And I think the one thing I learned when I was, when I was young and all the way through, I think my high school coach was one that preached loyalty. And, you know, I, that's part of what the game was. I thought, you know, it, it, it wasn't the money that, you know, it was, the money was okay, and you fought for whatever you could get, but it isn't like it's flowing around now. <laughs> you know, it isn't anything like that. And I know some kid, kids are even getting to a point where uh, some of the older kids or some of the fours and five-star guys are, you know, asking for money just to visit. And, you know, that kind of stuff, it's out of hand. And you know, and they've got to get a hold of all that kind of thing and and stuff like that. And people are getting accused now of buying football teams and things like that. And that's that's not where college football should be. And I noticed one person said the other day that um, uh, what did we forget the name stu- student? Mm-hmm. You know, and it's all about football. You never heard of student athlete anymore. So all just football and how much is this and how much is that and that doesn't do anything but you know create some kind of a you know hard feelings sometimes among everybody i mean you know some schools have it some schools don't mm-hmm. and that's where the problem is and the rich get richer and the poor get poorer coach will check in with you next monday we'll talk some nfl some more nfl next monday and you get that truck started all right you stay warm and you stay safe i'll try they'll be moving their feet now this next couple of weeks i'll tell you that (laughs) you know these owners get crazy you know and if you go to many of the places that all you do is best thing a lot of them do is go have a couple of drinks and then start making decisions they wish they never made You need another round, (laughs) another zero, I mean, excuse me, Uh, Mr. Blackshirt, Charlie McBride, a Monday with Charlie. Reminds me of some of the stories we heard from Lars about Jason Light on Tampa. Yeah, that was funny. (laughs) Good old Jason, Uh, one of Charlie's favorites. Coach, you take care, and we'll check in next week, okay? Thanks, guys. I'm looking forward to it. Okay. Bye. There he is, Mr. Blackshirt, Charlie McBride. Good to hear from him. Plenty of things covered there. Reminder about buckling up. It is icy. It is still slick in many parts of the state. Uh, Use your seatbelt. It saves lives. It prevents injuries. Only if properly worn, make it click. A message from the NDOT. 
Highway Safety Office. Podcast always there for you with Hale Varsity Radio, Spotify, iTunes, Google Play. Give us a rating, tell a friend, download, subscribe that way. You can get to the Hale Varsity YouTube channel. Watch the show. It streams every day, Monday through Saturday. And, of course, the Hale Varsity Radio Twitter feed. Find that at H Varsity Radio. Blackshirt Hour continues. Jay Moore with his next. It's Hale Varsity, powered by Cornhead Lager.